Hello, 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 and good evening. You are now listening to Universal Elite Radio Show, Real Raw Sports. Today is October 13th. It is a Tuesday, and this is episode 7. Tuning in with us today, out in the West Coast, Snake Miller. True. Tuning in with us down in the dirty south, Mark Gray. Call me Goat James. Goat James. (laughs) And tuning in with us, as always, from the Saint Slatin is nasty. Hey. What up, guys? What up? What's up, everybody? All right, guys, 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 we got a lot to talk about tonight. We always got a lot to talk about, and we don't mind talking. That's the point of this show. So let's tune in with some NFL. It's been a crazy week. We had a game tonight. Um, well, I guess you could you could call it a game, but Bills fans, Bills game. fans are upset. They shouldn't have been playing on Tuesday, man. Shouldn't have been playing on Tuesday. Man, man. Gross. Let's just start off with that game since it's fresh. We're here with it tonight. What do y'all think? We'll start with you, Mark. Like Miller said, grown-ass men, bro. I mean, it is what it is. You got to prepare yourself each week. Um, It's just like an injury, man. Somebody gets hurt. You got to step up if that's your role. But, I mean, it's unfortunate that the circumstances had them playing on a Tuesday. But if anything, it gives you an extra day day or two um, rest as far as having to play on Sunday and now Tuesday. But <clears throat> uh, the Titans, they came out and, and handled business, man. Josh Allen just – I thought this was another game that he could kind of – solidify himself and just wasn't there tonight. Two picks. Yeah. Which that Titans D ain't no joke. So I mean let's be Miller over here sending cards. I mean let's be honest though. (laughs) I mean we haven't we haven't talked about the Tennessee Titans in six episodes, I don't think, and they're sleeping at four and oh. Yeah, because they had those uh, off weeks with the COVID. You're right. You know, I mean, you know, they're four and zero. I mean, they made it deep in the playoffs last year too. I mean, we can't sleep on them. But I, 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 they they beat the Patriots. I agree to an ex. Well, it's I agree to an extent. Um, Bills fans saying that they shouldn't be playing on Tuesday, but at the end of the day, they're grown men. They're professional athletes. They're paid. Some of them are paid millions of dollars. Others are making thousands. And you got to be ready to go. It's all you do is play football. So what's it matter when you're playing? A Sunday or? Right. That's your job. It's your job. Show up. Do your job. My boss tells me to come in on a Sunday, which isn't my day of the week. I'm going to come in. You got to. You ain't got a choice. So uh, I I think it's just excuses. Now, granted, does it throw people? Are they out of their routine? Absolutely as an athlete, but you still got to go do your job. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the Titans for showing up and doing their job. Absolutely. Have, what do you think? Uh, like they said, I mean, it's all about preparation and I don't think playing on the Tuesday or having the game moves should have, I mean, any effect on either team, but I mean, if anything, I don't know why they would argue it because the Titans, you know, it got moved for them too. I mean, so, I mean, they came out and just did their job. I mean, Tannehill does what he's been doing, you know, went 21 for 28. He only threw for 195 yards, but that's all he really usually has to do to win the game. And in this in this case, I mean, they just blew him out. And, I mean, nobody had any crazy spectacular stats. I mean, Derrick Henry ran 19 times for 57 yards. He had a couple touchdowns, but, I mean – they didn't really need to do anything crazy to blow them out that way. And that's, what's kind of jump eye popping to me. I mean, cause I mean, the bills were sitting at four and O feeling good. And next thing you know, they get blown out like this and everybody's going to now question them. Are they really, were they really fronting or are they the real deal still? Yeah. Well, my thing is we always know about bill 
Bills Mafia. I mean, they are ride or die fans. So they could have won and they could have said, you know, Tuesdays are should be the new Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's how easily that could have been flipped. So um speaking of the Titans and beating Tom Brady last year, we had a Thursday night matchup with Brady and uh with his Bucks versus the Bears. Brady had a early lead. Um actually even carried it out throughout the game. However, the Bears got it done in the fourth to come back and win by one. Jacob, what would you think of that game? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you got the GOAT. So, But at the same time, Chicago's playing playing really well. I saw, I saw an, um, a, an, uh, an interview with their head coach and somebody uh, – Tampa Bay's head coach and somebody asked, are you okay with – Tom Brady, you know, yelling and jumping his linemen for missed blocks, et cetera. And he was like, yeah, I mean, that's part of it. They're, you know, who's going to say no to Tom Brady? Um, but at the same time, you got to give credit to the Bears. They're out there doing their job. You know, Buddy's out there slinging it, doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, and it's, hey, Nick Foles, that Philly's kicking themselves in the ass right now. You know, they should have – they may have wanted to stick with him instead of Carson Wentz. So mm-hmm. – you know, he threw, I've been said that. He threw, you know, for 243 yards. But, I mean, I, I, I knew it was going to be growing pains with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's going to be up and down this year. It's going to be a roller coaster. But, what, didn't Tom Brady sign a two-year deal? So, I mean, this is his fill-out year and just kind of learning learning everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Mark, what did you think of that game? Uh, Man, it was – if we look back, I believe it's Cam Newton, um, Foles, and two other quarterbacks that have gone their career beating Tom Brady. Uh, so it wasn't really a surprise. Uh, di- really didn't want to see the Bears win just for my division's sake. And it was just a sloppy game, it seemed like, you know, back and forth and just up and down. But um, the Bucks got a big test next week, this Sunday, against my boys, and I feel like this will just be – we're just going to roll over, and that's just how I feel about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just a sloppy game, it seemed like. But, man, Nick Foles is – he's just always sticking around and pulling whatever team he's with, you know. He's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah, and even even in Jacksonville, man, that first that first game they had, and he's driving down the field and throws that bomb and just drops it in the in the bread basket and then gets hurt. But I thought he was going to do big things there also. But <clears throat> I'm happy for him, man. I, I like to see those type of players that bounce around and stuff kind of get settled in somewhere, find a and home, continue, yeah, and continue to win. Great feedback. Hat, what do you think? Uh, like Mark was saying, you know, it kind of was a sloppy game. Um, you know, both quarterbacks didn't have, like, crazy good stats. Um, it really just came down to who had the ball last when it really counted. And, I mean, Tom, it looks like I actually didn't realize this, but Tom Brady thought he had another play at the end of the game, and he didn't, mm-hmm. like, have his head in the game or something. Yeah. Um but uh, too busy yelling at his yeah, lineman. Um, but I mean, when it comes down to it, like we were saying, I mean, it don't matter if it's the Eagles or the Bears or who Nick Foles was playing for. He just somehow just wins games and it's games like this, like a twenty to nineteen game. Like Nick Foles, that's him all day. Like it doesn't matter. He's kind of like Alex Smith or something. Like he just knows how to win games. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a smart quarterback. And I think that the Bears, you know, may have lucked into getting him. Um, I think that they're going to have a chance if they can just keep, you know, winning these type of games. Right. All right. We're going to move it on. Um, kind of what we're going to do here, instead of covering every single game individually, I'm just going to have you guys – uh, tell me either what was uh, your favorite game to watch this Sunday 
or what was a shocker or, you know, just anything of that nature. So we'll start with you, Hap, since you've been going last. Hap, give me your game of the week or your shocker of the week. Um, I'm going to say my shocker of the week is probably going to be the Raiders beating the Chiefs. Um, I mean – a lot of people like kind of had a feeling that the Raiders were going to beat the Chiefs. I don't know why, but uh, our old buddy Johnny Hale, he's a Raiders fan, <laughs> and uh, he was – Shout uh, out to Justin Hensley. <laughs> but uh, I heard that he was saying the other day that, oh, you need to bet on the Raiders, which, I mean, of course, he's a Raiders fan, so, you know, people are going to say that. But, I mean, they did, They just came out and, you know, put pressure on – on the Chiefs to keep scoring and scoring, which Mahomes does, and he doesn't have a problem with it. But, I mean, I think the big difference in that game for me was Derek Carr just playing pretty lights out, honestly. And Josh Jacobs, I mean, just doing what he does best and just helping keep the balance between the run and the passing game. Um, and, I mean, what also Henry Ruggs, I mean, he had a big touchdown catch in that game. Um, he was he had a good game. Finally, uh, starting to show up. So I mean, the Raiders. They, I mean, I don't know. They're one of those teams that there's a big question mark because they could beat the Chiefs one day and they could lose to the bottom of the barrel the next day. You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're a question mark still. Yeah, that was a great game. Hap. Miller, uh, give me your game of the week or upset. Well, you, you know week. I got to talk about my Cowboys, so I apologize, Cal Dill, mm-hmm. taking them from you. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> our defense is just it, – it's it's getting exposed um, to the fullest. And so – but I give credit to New York to coming in. I mean, were they 0-5 now, 0-4? And uh, – no, 0-5. And mm-hmm. so, you know, coming in and still trying to win and, and then, you know, with Dak's injury – um and, and which was which was awful if you were watching it live and yeah. and and saw that you know you don't want that to happen to anybody but um you know hey shout out to uh Andy Dalton coming in slinging that thing not missing a beat um you know I, I think people said people that the often, about him, man. Mm-hmm. people really sleep on him. Yeah, you know, people said oh it's <clears throat> the offense is going to get better. Well, how much better can it get? You know, they're at, he's. Dak's out there throwing for 400 every night. I mean, I don't know how much better you you can get, but, you know, um, that was my exciting, and I think it was more exciting because they won and, you know, we were glued in, and I'll be damned if they would have went one and four and lost to the Giants. But, um, but yeah, that was my game. And then, you know, like uh, I th- I agree with, with Hap. I think the, the shocker was um, – was uh, the Raiders beating the 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 Kansas City Chiefs because you know they just look invincible, um, but I mean forty to thirty two, you got a one score game, and you know you look back at that as a coaching staff or a player, that's one or two plays you need back or one or two decisions you made. So, you know I don't think it's I don't think Kansas City needs to worry, but it may be good to get smacked in the mouth early so they can start playing better late. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Those division games are Our- always. Always tough. Oh yeah. Any any division. Always. Game it's it's weird how those go. Uh, my upset or um game to look at. I'm gonna shout out DJ Chester, man. Let's go. Hey. Chester. <laughs> that was my game. Yeah, Chester, <laughs> that was my game. Chester Mark. racks. What's goody? Chester racks. Shout out. Um. Shout out Fitz Magic. Uh. If you if you really look at this game. You're you're looking like the Dolphins are about to get waxed. Uh, the 49ers were just in the Super Bowl. If, if, are we forgetting that they're zero and three at home this year? Um, Jimmy injuries. Yeah, are Jimmy G them. gets benched. Yes, they do have some injury bugs, uh, kind of killing them or whatnot. But man, just to see. This was a team that was literally on the cuffs of winning a Super Bowl. And now this year they're sitting at two and three. They're 0 and three at home and 43 to 17. Uh, it's just, it was just a shocker to me to see uh, Fitz, 
Fitzpatrick threw for 350 and three touchdowns. I mean, <laughs> going shout, shout out Chester. I know he was going nuts. Shout out Chester. Right <laughs> I know he was going nuts. He was wild. He was going nuts. But, um, but hell, was, they was due a game. They was due a game, damn it. Oh, uh, here we go. They're two and one at home. They're, they're handling business at, at their place. But, yeah, I think um, a team that you might want to kind of still look at, I think, is Seattle. I know they're sitting on on top of the power rankings and all that, but man, that defense. Like I said, Mark Russell taking it one yeah, game that, at that a time. That defense, man, I still think is so suspect, and you know they had to come from behind in that game. But I think they're still gonna they're still gonna have their lumps and whatnot. But yeah, I think uh, the Dolphins. Shout out DK yeah, Metcalf, by the way. Two Hat just sold his card. <laughs> but yeah, I hey, it's like a stock market. You gotta know when to go to. But yeah, man, shout out DJ Chester. Uh on a big win this week and having his team get a dub. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep, it was a great week of football. Uh the rest of the scores were kinda uh self explanatory. Um did have the Panthers over the Falcons. That was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Car- Cardinals over Jets. That was expected. Steelers took down the Eagles. Eagles really ain't nothing. Rams took over <laughs> the Washington football team. Ravens. Oh, uh, hey, man. one thing about that, though, I will note. I hate to. Yeah. Let's turn over to our Washington football yeah. team analyst. I mean, <laughs> one thing I will note on the team in my game that I really don't wish to talk much about uh, is mm-hmm. one bright spot is that uh, Alex Smith played in his first game since his gruesome leg injury mm-hmm. where he almost lost his leg. Like 17 surgeries. Out there. Like, I mean – he yeah. literally almost had to get his leg amputated, and he made it back and played again in an NFL game. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, that shows you how, how much Haskins is trash when they put that yeah. man back bro, in. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Did y'all see Aaron Donald? He said, that leg is strong, bro. <laughs> he jumped on my man's back, dog. Like, he's a man. dog. But Alex man. Smith is – shout out Alex Smith, man. That, that, was, that was awesome to see just – you got to understand the mental to stay focused and and get yourself back, man. After seeing my I leg mean, like yeah. that, bro, I would, it's, it reminds I'm, me of Sean Livingston. Remember when Livingston did that to his knee, and yeah, they said he'd yes. never play again. Mm-hmm. And they came back, so yeah, yep. He might serve a purpose. And shout you know? shout out to getting back. Shout shout, shout to out to the comeback to the Watson. comeback. Yeah, got got him a dub there. Uh, Browns right? took down them powerful Colts. <clears throat> hey man, I saw somebody right post now. they had uh, uh, ba- uh the Browns bandwagon application. Say, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on in, man. <sighs> hey, the Browns are the real deal. Holyfield, don't sleep on them. They beat my Cowboys, so I gotta <laughs> I gotta believe in them. Yeah, absolutely. Then we also had a great game. Um, which we can dive into this one if you guys want. Uh, the Saints mm. over mm-hmm, the Chargers mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. overtime. Breeze doing what he does, comeback king. Uh, Miller, dive into this one. Hey, man, all I know is shout out to Justin uh, Herbert, but we got to get you on proactive, brother. We can't have you on national oh, television bro, looking like that. Like so, that. Oh, hey, hey, <laughs> proactive, proactive needs. To, I, I would be utilizing your platform, brother, and get all them endorsements. Damn. But, uh, but, hey, man, that that kid's the real deal. Like he <laughs> he uh, is out there slinging that thing. He looks poised. He's a big. I mean, hell, he's big. I don't even know how tall he is, but he's like but, six, I know five. Drew. And I know Drew Brees six. is short. Six, but six. like Drew Brees and him talking after the game, Drew Brees is looking up at him and smacking him in the on the chest, like look like a little little kid next to him. And so, <laughs> I mean, the guy's got the frame, he's got the body. Uh, like you know, Mark Mark text that the Chargers, um, they got a, they got a tough squad. It's just they just got to start putting it together. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I stated this in in one of the last uh, the last shows was he has no pressure. You know, he can go out there and do his thing and, and not worry about anything. And so I think that's also a blessing for him that he doesn't have to worry about it. But I just don't want him to be 
you know, feeling like he's got to win right away because they don't. And so, mm-hmm. but it was a hell of a game. It was a great game to be able to sit there and watch Monday Night Football. Man. And so, um, but yeah, great job to the to the Saints for coming back. You did my guy dirty, so I got to speak up for him. I just got off the phone. Um, you, you know, he, you were talking about his acne. He told me to shout out his birth date. 1998, the same uh, year that you graduated high school. Who, me? I graduated in 07, man. (laughs) I ain't that that big of an old head. Hey, that was when you was born was 98, wasn't it? Shit. I was born in 91. (laughs) What did Maul say? I came out the the womb ready. (laughs) You hear me? I'm ready. (laughs) Straight cash, homie. All right, guys. I think Miller covered that one pretty well. <laughs> one little, we're one going, little we're fun going fact go. I'll throw in there about the Chargers is I think it was over the last 16 games, and their losses have been under one score. 13 so, of man, them. They're, they're 13 right of their there. last 13 of their last 16 or 17. Yeah, man. That I feel like they're like the team like Cleveland was the last couple of years, man. They their losses are within ten points, so they're. I think they're young and they're they're going to get it together. <clears throat> yeah, they just got to start finding a way to win those close games. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing him step and stay in the pocket and make throws when the pressure's on. Yeah, he's got really good footwork. Yeah. Like when he gets outside the pocket, he's got his eyes downfield. He's he shows all the signs of being the real deal. Like. When it comes down to some of these prototypical quarterbacks that have came through the past few years, like looking at Danny Dimes, like, you know, what everybody thought he was going to be. I mean, I'm not saying he's not that great because, I mean, I think he is pretty good. But I think Justin Herbert's going to pan out to be better than him. I think that a lot of these other quarterbacks that they're looking at, like Herbert might be better than Burrow and Tua. I mean, you never know. We just got to see how it works. Sure. All right, guys, we're going to get off the football topic. Uh, we're going to dive in uh, to something we need to handle. I want a lot of barking at each other's necks on each other's head tops. <laughs> we're going to talk about the NBA and LeBron getting his fourth ring. Is he the GOAT oh, now? fuck. <laughs> we're gonna start Fucking with you, Mark. With the bullshit. <laughs> Is he the ghost? Listen. Uh, um <laughs> like the man said, I want my damn respect. I don't think it's come like we all give LeBron his respect. I think we take him for granted. Uh absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely take him for granted. Uh and I don't think that I, that we need to see any more from LeBron to put him in that goat conversation. Um, maybe let's wait until he's done, uh, until we start, you know, making those comparisons. Because you know, Michael Jordan can't go lace up and continue to play. But um, mm-hmm. man, he's had a, a hell of a career, hell of a run, year seventeen. Man, what he done in the finals and throughout the playoffs getting to the bubble, he, he gave you a peek in, inside his mindset. Uh, the the preparation and he's almost like Brady, man. Like if somebody's doing something wrong, he's gonna he's gonna get into you and he doesn't he doesn't want stupid mistakes out there. Uh but shout out Jimmy Butler, the Heat. Um Man, I think they're just one piece away. I was, I was making some uh, comments about who the Heat need to go after. I heard Jalen Rose saying uh, Giannis maybe taking his talents there in a couple years, but I think uh, the Heat are just—I think they were just too gassed, man. It, it Jimmy Butler played his ass off. Um, shout out to Jimmy and a great series, but. To get back on topic with LeBron, I think I think he's got his respect. We do take him for granted, absolutely. But um, I want to kind of wait until his career is over to start talking about the goat talk. Perfect, perfect. So we got one vote for he's not the goat <laughs> yet. Uh, he uh, Marcus just penciled in his own ballot. 
All right, over to you, Hats. Oh my God. AKA Skip. Skip. Come on, Skip. Yeah. <laughs> look, look. All right, guys. So, Tyler Hero, Superhero. There's a couple of things I will <laughs> say. After, <clears throat> after LeBron getting his fourth ring, putting on the performance that he did in game six there with the triple dub, you know, he continues to just, you know, raise the roof on everything. Um, and I've hated on him for years, you know, <laughs> I've hated on LeBron because I mean, when it comes down to it, he really is a freaking six foot eight, 270 pound prima donna Probably. that, I mean, he, I mean, I went, I, I, I like him. It's like, I've always wanted to like him, but then he does things that I'm just like, man, like why, like you're supposed to be the, the chosen one and you set that type of example, but. All in all, when it all comes down to it, I mean, the man is playing in an era to where all the people around him, the talent, I mean, is a lot better than it was back whenever MJ played. And, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't think MJ is still the GOAT because I think he's the GOAT. I think that, you know, the talent that played in the 90s and the late 80s is was really, really good. But, I mean, with, you know – the way that things have advanced and the way that people train and lift now and these, and the players, just the physical specimens that the players are nowadays. And recovery processes. And all these new like cryogenic therapies and different types of things people are doing nowadays. I mean, the players are, are like all in all better. And LeBron, it might be the best physical athlete on the planet ever. I mean, it's just crazy to think. And I mean, People hate on him because, oh, you've been to this many championships, but you've only won this many. My thing is that I'm starting to really open my eyes to is the fact that look how many times he's been in the championship game. Like, and yeah, nine of the last 10 the, years. And like, yeah, he may have lost the game, but I mean, look at how he lost those games. Look at who, who messed up in the crucial situations like J.R. Smith or uh, like all the different little situations that he's had. And, you know, look at how he went with the Cavs. What was it? His uh, was it his second year in the league that he went to the finals with the Cavs, I think. Not his, his rookie year, I think he uh, – I don't think he did. But, I mean, he's just – altogether, I mean, I don't think he's the GOAT yet. I think we need to wait until he's done. But, but, I, mm, but, but I think that he may – Already, I might be able to already say I think he's the best athlete all around of all time. Absolutely, I agree. Okay, it's a good, yeah, it's a good statement. I like that, Miller. All right, Let's let me see. dive into this here. Don't come with the bullshit, give, give y'all, give, give y'all perspective. Hey, hey, pull up the. No, numbers. it's not even about pull stats to me. I'm not a stats guy because because Bron leads all the stats. But here's the thing that I think people True. fail to forget and fail to, to think about when you're looking at this. I, I feel, and people can say this is a cop-out or whatever, but I look at basketball because it's what I did. It's what I love. It's it's my thing. I feel like we've got to, number one, appreciate it, right? But then at the same time, understand that there's goats of eras. Yeah. And so I don't think that, I mean, now Bill Russell, could be, Bill be as dominant as – uh, in the in the 2000s as he was in the 60s and 70s i don't know could wilt chamberlain i don't i mean i think they're all going to be successful but are they going to have as dominance as they are going to have because everyone can argue bill russell what he who he was playing against etc mm. but i think if you just sit there and look at the eras of the 70s 80s 90s thousands the 10s and now going into the 20s i think you have to look at who was the dominant of that 10 year span Braun's been in the league for 17 years and the last nine he's been in the he's been in the finals nine of 10 years and the only one he didn't go to is because he was injured and, yeah. and that was his first year at the Lakers last year or he would have went to he would have taken them to the finals they were in the number one seat they were going and so or the number one uh in in the in the west and so I think that we can step away and say okay who is the who is the best player of their time who's the best player of their era and I think that LeBron is the best guy in the last 10, 15 years. But that's not to say that he wouldn't have been as successful or more successful because you got to think our league is getting soft now. You know, there's – I mean, you got out there. You guys watched the um, 
the Jordan, the Jordan's uh, documentary when they were talking mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, the the Pistons had the book uh, where they how they fouled him and how they treated him. No one's going out there and doing that with Bron. Um, but I think LeBron overall is going to have the best career of any NBA player of all time. And how you can say that transpires into the GOAT, did Michael Jordan change the game? Absolutely. But so did Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And so did Magic Johnson. So did Larry Bird. So did Jerry West. I mean, so you can sit here and we can talk about the forefathers of the game. And I just don't want us to be so narrow-minded and not appreciate the greatness that had been behind us. Yes, LeBron is the best player right now. Right now, he's the best player. Uh, is he top five? Absolutely. Is he top three? Absolutely. And then when it – it's just based on who you think that's your opinion, who you think is the mm-hmm. best player. And so I think that we're all entitled to that opinion. And don't forget Kobe. Kobe ran the early thousands uh, yeah. and, and all of that. And so I you know. can't I- – I can't stand when people get caught up in the LeBron um, and, and Kobe, Jordan topic. Well, you know, and the thing is you can look at all the negative stats. I think, uh, you know, Roos posted something about all the negative stats that Kobe had. Well, yeah, also, too, a lot of the times Kobe never had that um, Braun was on. Not saying Bron- all Braun's teams were great by any, by any stretch, but – Kobe was a gun. Kobe was a hired hitman, man. That's all that guy did was score. And so uh, did he take back shots? Absolutely. But it's Kobe. That's what he does. That's the mentality, too, I think. Me personally watching LeBron, I've never seen that, like, killer. Well, because he's an all-around player, man. And not saying Kobe wasn't. But LeBron is, like, and they also had some some clips of Jordan, you know, in in game and finals, to win finals. You know, kicked it out to Steve Mm. Kerr. Kicked it out to you know he's he's done the same exact thing that that LeBron did and when he kicked it to uh, um, Danny Green and mm-hmm. Danny Green just missed it you know and so if Danny Green would have made it then now everyone's going to talk about how well, he was that was a great basketball play LeBron's is Ray Allen well that's fine but yeah it could have but it could have been Danny Green Danny Green could have been on that you know right. and so uh, right. but also too to understand that I think out of out of bronze four rings obviously I think the, the you put in Cavaliers at number one. Uh, his championships, you know, that was meaningful. But at the same time, we talked about yep. this. The bubble was just different. 2020 was just different. Mm-hmm. Hoop, give it out to the Heat. Give it up to the Heat, though, for for competing. And I agree with Mark. They ran out of gas. But um, I, I think LeBron James is going to have the best overall career. And I don't, I'm not saying Jordan's a GOAT. I'm not saying Kobe's a GOAT. I'm not saying Bill, Kareem, Larry, Jerry, any of them, right, Magic. But at the but at the end of the day, LeBron's going to have the best because I think at the, I, to be honest with you, if I'm picking, if I'm a GM and I can pick any of those guys, I'm picking Shaq as my as my guy I'm creating my team around. Because mm-hmm. last I checked, Shaq won how many? Four? Or did he just win three? He won two there and one at the Heat, so he's won three. So I'm taking I'm taking Shaq all day long. Shout out, but uh, playoff Rondo one time. Hey, yeah, man. Shout out yeah. to Rondo. I sent that out. Caruso, somebody get Bruce oh, yeah. Smith on the fucking show. 33 motherfucking minutes, <laughs> two of fucking seven, oh of two from fucking three with four points. Bruce, fucking give me a break, dog. Who's he talking about? He's talking about Buddy, wasn't he? Caruso, like, come on, bro. Caruso. And he didn't, he started, he started it. In yeah, the game. come on, dog. Fucking yeah, well, like I said, I think, I think people, and a lot of the people that have the argument, a lot of people that have the argument, Cal Dill, about who's the GOAT, a lot of them aren't even hoopers. Facts. Facts. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not saying that exactly. they're not athletes, like but say, they're not hoopers. So they don't they just don't understand don't get that mindset, man. Like and like I would like I mean, I'll probably pick right. Braun over everybody. Now obviously Shaq, because he's the most dominant player ever to play the game. But I mean, if I'm picking a team too, it's it's I mean, God, how can you not pick Braun? The man's a winner. I I agree with what you say though. Uh, what you said though, Miller, because it's the same thing in baseball. Like you really have to understand the game of baseball. Me and uh, Brianna, my wife, for the audience that don't know, um, we were sitting here watching one of the baseball games, one of the playoff baseball games. I think it was Braves last week. Um, and I had to explain to her how a pitcher comes out of the stretch, 
when he comes out of the stretch, that's because he's got a runner on base. And then when he's going through his windup, he don't have any runners on base. And the reason you go from the stretch is so uh, base runners can't steal bases on you as easy. And she had no clue about that. We just dove in. I started talking about signs that the catcher, you know, we just dove in pretty deep. And if you don't understand the sport itself, like and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I can't. Really I couldn't tell you who the a, top five MLB players are, and I'm not even going to try. You know, the only guy I know is Ken Griffey because he's got that sweet swing, <laughs> and Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds because when we were growing up, that's who was hitting all them home runs. Same sense. So outside of that, yeah. I don't. I couldn't tell you Randy Johnson throwing a fastball and hitting a bird. Like I, I don't. I don't. I, but I can't tell you who won. <laughs> you know, uh, the World Championship last year, let alone five years ago. <laughs> Right, and, and what's crazy to think about is there's people like you are to baseball having on who's their the opinion goat about who's yeah, the absolutely, goat absolutely, absolutely. You know, so I don't blame Jordan or LeBron for just shrugging off like every time a reporter is, mm-hmm. you know, always got the irk to try to get the but, answer. But I do feel Bron though because he, out of any of the best players in the league, he's taken the most criticism. He's taking the most bullshit. Yes. You, and, and also, too, Braun's never had a ding on his credit or on his resume off the floor. Mm-hmm. You've never heard LeBron, and hopefully I'm not eating my words. Uh, but yeah, high there's one. When he was taking money. Hey. Oh, there's two. Well, who, there's what's two. the other one? Was, not, and that's not even riding, bad. The cat's 17 yeah, broke. He, was, he needed some money. He was riding around in the hospital. <laughs> two. On and had a house for his mom. But, hey, it's, it's understandable. Mark, mark my word, mark my word, Mark, that number two snake's going to defend him on this one, too. Uh, we clearly see who think who he thinks is the GOAT. But number two, uh, it was probably like uh, two years ago. Um, he was sliding in this yeah. model's DMs. Yeah, and, I didn't hear about uh, that. Shout out to Delonte West, man, on his recovery. Yes, absolutely, hey, absolutely. But shout hey, out, shout out a long way. He's riding horses for real, for real. Because that's a real G he, for yeah, doing that. They said he was the one that went and picked him up and and got him into the facility or whatnot. But Caldeo, all right, we didn't hear you, Caldeo. Tell us, man, what's your thought on who the goat is? <sighs> I hate to just you know make this one sided, but um, I feel the same way. You guys do, I think. I've always thought it was too, like, even though he's at the end of his career, some would argue and say not, but um, I just think it's too soon. We need to see the whole picture before we determine who the greatest of all time is. How are you going to say somebody's the greatest of all time Mm -hmm. while they're still playing? I mean, I understand in Jordan's era, while they were calling him the greatest of all time, because there was nobody really like he was a freak compared to anything they had seen in the past with, you know, uh, magic and, and will and all them people. But Jordan and just had like something how different. Apple about saying, like the genetics and stuff nowadays, man, like mm-hmm. Jordan was jumping from the free throw line. Right. And we were like, it was the craziest shit in the world. Holy and now dudes are fucking doing 360s from the three throw line. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, you know, jumping I mean? out the but, rafters. Yeah, like you said, I think he, it's just got a, it's an era thing. Like Miller said, you got to kind of take it in airs because the game was just so different. Right. You just got to hope that Jordan don't get. Uh, mm-hmm. forgot about whenever three more LeBron James come, you know. Yeah, because there's going to be somebody. Before LeBron we're about to die. Right, right. So, but I mean, you, but, but, but we always for, we're forgetting about Kevin Durant. Giannis we're forgetting about KD. Go. I mean, you right, know, I think right. K, KD's Those up next. My guy. You know, I mean, and at the same time, you got Steph Curry, you know, but I, I, I just feel LeBron has been able – the reason why LeBron puts himself on a pedestal is because – Obviously, we can say he did it with Kyrie, but he's he's gone. He's a winner, man. Everywhere he's gone, they've won. Mm-hmm. Success follows him. So there's a reason mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and like you said, he's he's just a good person off the court too. Hey, man, if he slides in a, in a DM and his wife's cool with it, then we it. can't judge him. 
Look, but what I'm right. saying is that, it's not like you see him out there drinking and driving. So. You don't see him out there drugs and right. guns and all this other stuff. He's not getting photo shops at or photo shoots at in the clubs. I mean, at strip clubs, et cetera. I mean, this guy's got like a – for being in the league and under the spotlight since he was 18, 17, for the last almost 20 years, this man has been a role model. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can't lose he sight of that. by on that also. Yeah, absolutely. You know, last I checked, Jordan like, ain't opened up a school. Got, Jordan started a NASCAR team. He didn't open up a school. He, he uh, built them prisons or whatever he is doing. And I've seen people bashing him for that, which it is what it is. I don't, I don't get into all that stuff. But shout out Lemon Pepper Lou. <laughs> Shout out Lemon Nigga Pepper Lou. Strip club. <laughs> I follow uh, I follow LeBron on his Instagram, and today on his story, he posted that um, he he was like outside of his house. He was looking at the how the porch goes into the kitchen, and he was talking about how his daughter yeah, needed that. her own living space. So flashed over, she's got her own crib out back in the corner of the yard, and this thing is nice. Put it this way, I wouldn't mind living in that thing. (laughs) And this is her crib. And he's like, why does it got to look like mine? I mean, he's just a good guy. He's he's thoughtful. Um, I I enjoyed, right after the game, him calling up Mom Dukes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, shout out. While we're on basketball, fellas, I don't know if you guys seen. How about uh, Mr. Stan Van Gundy? Um, sources are saying that he is it might Stan? Be, uh, it's is not it, Stan, no, 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 is it? Uh, it's Jeff. Jeff, my fault, my fault. Um, yeah. Jeff being uh, getting some interest from the Pelicans. Mm. Well, I heard he was going to the Rockets sometime mm. this week. Yeah, uh, to go also. interview. But yeah, I've just seen that um, that little mm. thing while we were on basketball. But I think that would be interesting to uh, see because he's a great coach. Be interesting, Lou to Houston. I don't, I don't know. Um, Jalen Rose was saying how. <clears throat> like with James Harden, he plays a certain way in getting him to maybe getting off the ball, playing that Steph Curry, you know, move around uh, screens and all that stuff. I think it'll be interesting to see the next coach try to change that style of play up. Why don't you know? Yeah, go ahead, Calvin. My bad. Uh, go ahead if you're staying on the topic. Well, I was going to shout. Well, yeah, out but I was going to say don't no, sleep on Tyron Lou because he's he's got the Clippers and the uh, Rockets. He can p- kind of choose whatever mm-hmm. whatever he wants to do. So mm-hmm. you know, t- Tyron mm-hmm. Lou is stand up dude, and um, I'm glad I'm glad he has a opportunity to he get is. back in head coaching again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we we know he he can't play no. He lock you so up. He knows the game. We all, we that, all yeah. got, yeah. And his ain't his ankles would end up like. <laughs> hey man, AI crossed, crossed up everybody, man. AI is a <laughs> killer crossover. Yeah, yeah, the the goat, huh? <laughs> I didn't <wanna> say. <laughs> That's a real goat. But I was gonna say, shout out uh, Billy Donovan coming into Chicago and cleaning mm. house. He fired four assistant coaches. Others would say he is draining, draining the swamp. Draining the swamp. Hey, he's got to make, swamp. he's got to bring his guys in. Yeah. Shout out to the big three. Mm-hmm. Pat Nasty bought some big three cards. Gary <laughs> Payton and shit. And shout out to Hab Nasty just being yeah, able to you know come and go know. as he wants on this podcast. We yeah, lost him probably yeah, about yeah, 10 minutes ago. But... <laughs> but yeah, Billy Donovan is going to, yeah, he got to. I mean, that was the infrastructure problem. They got Hoopers there, you know, Zach Levine and Kobe and all those guys. I mean, he's got Hoopers there, or Kobe. He's got Hoopers. Mm-hmm. So, they just got a clean house, and that's kind of what you do when you when you get a new job. I mean, there's going to be guys there and and uh, that you want to keep, but 
most of the time, man, if you want to, if you want to have a start over and rebuild, et cetera, you got to clean house. So, I mean, I, I understand absolutely what he's doing, doing that. Hey, Cal, mm-hmm. that's what it takes. I know you heard the news about Le'Veon. Where do you think he's going to be an asset to somebody? Or I think that was just a weird thing going to the Jets, period, was just weird to me. Well, it was an easy out. It was an easy out. Mm-hmm. I think he just had really bad blood mm-hmm. with Pittsburgh, and he needed out of there. And you know, of everywhere you could have went, you <laughs> went to the worst team probably in the league. Um, and they're showing their true colors this year more than any year. Um, I don't see him being a really big asset. If anything, the most positive he could get out of going somewhere else, I could see him being like a cream hunt to a Nick Chubb. Like he could come in with another really good running back to give – him a break on a couple downs and those couple downs are still big runs because you got somebody like Le'Veon who's dying just to get, you know, a couple runs. Those are the runs he wants when he knows he's only got a couple. Um, Make him hungry again. Bring back that Le'Veon. Here's the teams that they've got listed out. They've got the Chicago Bears, uh, the Chiefs, the Tampa Bay Bucks, Steelers, the Browns, the 49ers, the Titans, the Seahawks, and the Dolphins. Oh, and the Cardinals. Now, now well, I don't know. This is just, well, I guess Nick Nick Chubb did get hurt. Though. I mean, if, and if he's able to choose, which I don't know how much of a choice he's going to have, it says here that they have to pay him a $2.5 million bonus and then prorate the remainder of his base salary, which is, which is $6 million. Mm-hmm. Um, any team acquiring him can do so for league minimum. So they're really picking him up for nothing because, um, you know, the Jets are paying him his salary. So the guys – that's why I think the, the teams are so broad with it because he's literally a freebie and he's a hell of a running back and you're not losing anything. He becomes in and, and doesn't produce. Um, so, I mean, I could see him going somewhere like the Cardinals or – you know, the the Seahawks or somebody that – I would go to a contender team, though. I don't think I'd necessarily go somewhere yeah, that – I think he needs to go to the Chiefs. He's already a good receiving back. I know they got Edward Tolaire, but he can mm-hmm. always learn more. He's a rookie. Um, and even if you just use Bell strictly for the passing game and running those little outs after mm-hmm. holding a right. block for a couple seconds – I think that would be a crazy fit for him. That's his best case scenario. Line up as a wide receiver. You know, he ain't even one of the options, man. I don't. I doubt they even have salary room for him, even though it's a league minimum. Nope. Was Baltimore? They were not. They were not. Hmm. Um, I'll tell you where. Who else needs him right now? mm, The Texans. Mm. Deshaun needs a little yep. playmaker. Where's Des Bryant? Can we get it, man? Man, I see him pop up on my Instagram every now and then out there running routes with somebody. Some him and Terrell Pryor. Man, you know what it is when you pop up. <laughs> no, I don't. We Chester Rags <laughs> at me. <laughs> oh man, we got to get need back Chester Rags. We, we need to talk about that Achilles, Achilles injury, talk. man. Chester oh. Rags. <laughs> we need to know. We we want the audience. We want you all to know exactly what it feels like. You will get done listening to this and just feel yeah. pain. Hey, we need to start having some Achilles. fifteen minute segments with some guests, yeah. man. We need to start getting some Shout people. Out, uh, CJ, man, Andrew Eggleton. We had all kinds of people we were talking about. Chris yeah, Young. oh yeah, we need to get them all on here. Shout out Chris Young. Zach Zachary Hajini. He'll get Hodges. on here and tell us what bets to make. <laughs> get on did, here. Did mm-hmm. catch touchdowns I think I see you catch a couple touchdowns, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who is this who's this quarterback? TJ Fizel. TJ Fiesel. Shout out shout out Fizzy Fizzy. Fizzel. I think Chaz, I think Cheddar Bomb Cheddar, Squad had more Cheddar touchdown catches end. than I think he had more he catches was a tight than, end. than Hajini, yes. man. We need to go back to the stats. We need to get Adam Fletcher on here, bro. Chaz was faster Shout than Hajini. We got Gary Douglas. Oh, Adam Big Williams. Fletch. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Big Fletch. Adam Williams. Yeah. The strength coach. Shout out. Shout out that guy, man. 
Man, I, I'll never remember. I, I, I went up for a dunk, right? <clears throat> I couldn't palm the ball, so I could throw an alley to myself and dunk. Man, he was like, bro, you can barely slide a fucking piece of paper under your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, dog, he came what? down. He came down and dropped set me <laughs> elbow me right in my teeth, dog, chipped my teeth. <laughs> I was so pissed, bro. <laughs> He Shout out Fletch, man. Oh, he, was a hell of, man. he was a hell of a dude, bro. Shout out to a disrespectful coach. Hey, man, let's not be on their heads, man. They don't, they <laughs> oh, don't, they don't know any better. Mm. They, they've, they've never I'm been not. anywhere else. I'm not. I will yeah, say Nick shout Watts, out to Nick Watts, man. St. Albans is 2-0. and we just beat Capital for the first time. I think it's been nineteen Watts, years. Man. Let's get him. On or maybe hey, especially ever. for all the all the BS he took, man, of them parents on his head last year, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, I mean, that's it's it's Absolutely. tough when you don't win, and if people expect you to win, you don't. It's it's not about X's and O's all the time. It's Jimmy's and Joe's, and and if you don't got those guys, if you don't got players out there to produce and play, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. So, um, shout. I'm glad he's having some success, yeah, man. Shout out Nick Watts. Yeah, I, I, he's just always been a good guy. I like the culture. Whenever he gets uh, interviewed, he's just got a he's got a good head on, and he always has. Anybody he's that's ever known Nick, he's he's always had it together. Hey, but the thing is with Nick, oh yeah, super yeah, fast. Yeah. The thing with Nick though, track. man, he's a he's a student of the game. Like he knows football. Mm-hmm. He knows football, he's man, and that's something that that it takes not just the dedication and the grind of the coaching aspect, but you gotta you actually know got to know it. You know, you got to know not. Not pretend, but you got to really know the game. And so he'll be all right. He'll get him rolling, you know, get him in the weight room, get his numbers up, get some athletes moving in, and he'll be all right. I think, man, I don't know if it's too early, but I think he's already got it rolling. I'm excited to see what the rest of this season unfolds for him, how it unfolds. Um, however, I, I know you ain't in uh, West Virginia Miller and neither you, Mark, but Cabell Midland. But aren't they? The they're the biggest. They're one of the biggest schools. So. I mean, they're supposed to be. They're they're always powerhouse top. Yeah, five. yeah. No, I um, almost in all sports. Yeah, yeah. Too. I mean, but that's that's the thing. You're pulling those kids that Cabell Midland is kind of the suburb of Huntington, almost. You know what I mean? So they're getting kids out of the the, the people that don't mm-hmm. want to live in Huntington and. Uh, but yeah, they've always been legit. But when we were in high school, Huntington was the mm-hmm. was the studs. You know that was that was who, at least in basketball, at least. So, well, of course, <laughs> then you have to. Yeah, we had May. They had Mayo, Mayo, Patrick Patterson, Patterson, uh, Chris Early, yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Early. I'll never forget, man, the dunk contest, the MSAC dunk contest. Uh, it was our junior year. I think I was in the three-point contest, and this dude, he's at the dunk contest was after, and obviously, you know, we're from West Virginia. We, you know, someone's – it's not every day you see someone with stupid bounce like Chris Early. And so he – I remember he went baseline, grabbed the side of the backboard, like the padding with his left hand, and then dunked it with the right. But his hand – like his hand – not like the – like he was damn near grabbing the backboard, the metal. He was so high and just threw that thing in. We were – just shut it down because that was before OJ came. Shout so, out, no. uh, what was Buddy's name? Bill Walker, bro. Bill Walker, yeah. Where is Billy He's Bucket? A walking, at, walking bucket, bro. He did a signing not too long ago down in Hunt. <laughs> yeah, to, shout out to Bob Huggins though. Bob Huggins bringing him in, yeah, bro. That was when he was at Kansas State though. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, St. Albans has an historic victory, shout the twelve to six over the over Capital. They're playing on Monday night, and they they ain't missing yeah, a beat. That's what. Lights out, Saint Thomas coach saying, Nick man. Watts. Yeah, there you go. Nick. I guess my news. I had to get on there enough for you, Snake. Hey, yeah, Saint Albans. Yeah, the fact Saint Albans has started two and zero since oh seven. That was that was that was the year states, right? That was the that was Zach and Cheddar's and Fazell's senior year. Was that the old fumble, Ruski? Yep. My sophomore year. <laughs> I think the so. Game. Damn. I think. I thought somebody fumbled we, on the goal line or some shit. Fumble. Or was game. that Nitro? That was Nitro, wasn't it? No, no. No, no, no Nitro. I'm saying, we got uh, Nitro fumbled on, Fox on the goal line or something in the championship. 
Yeah. Oh, that was Culverson. Yeah, shout out to the Culverson brothers. Those are my dogs. Good people. Those are my dogs, but um, yeah, that was at Culberson's. Our state championship came down to a last play on the game-winning drive. <laughs> no shout-out <laughs> to Coach Christian on this play call. Calls a option left on a right hand. I'll never forget this. Calls an option left with your quarterback who's right-handed. I mean, I understand you're trying to throw it off, but when it comes down to that last play, everything we've worked hard for, you give it to the fullback. You give it to the running back. Wearing a, wearing a ring. And welcome, welcome back. back. We oh, are man, I'm about we, to hear it all. <laughs> we, yeah, I was going to say, Hap, Hap, you're catching the ends of this. We are crossing over an hour. We are trying to keep these more uniform so people can actually listen to them on their way to work. A little hour is uh, maybe a little bit too long. Uh, you'll be listening to the other half on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> so no excuses. Um, but Hap, since you got in here, anything, let's go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Hap, we'll start with you. Anything you want to say? Um, anything you want to comment on before we head out? Well, all in all, I just think, you know, hey, shout, shout, shout out, out to, to the, the crickets. crickets. And, shout uh, out to the crickets. Andy's um, background. Rest in peace, cricket, man. man. All this but, uh. Rest in peace, cricket. Shout out to them. <laughs> uh, we're out here playing. <laughs> yeah. But all shout out Mandeville. Shout out Faldy. I knew he was oh. going to win this championship. I knew the Lakers <laughs> were going to do it for Kobe this year. Yeah, um, I'm glad that they did. Um, I've hated on LeBron in the past, but I'm glad that he got this one, and I'm glad that. You know, they did it for Kobe because, I mean, I really love Kobe, man. And he was somebody, you know, I looked up to growing up. I, I mean, when I was young, you know, I was born in 91s. I was born right in the middle of uh, Michael Jordan's, you know, career and everything. But I was a little bit too young to really appreciate him when he was. I mean, I remember watching him and stuff, but I didn't really appreciate him until later. Kobe was that player that I really appreciated and really watched and just you know doing the little turnaround fades always in pickup games it was just you know i'm glad they won it for him this year even though i have hated on lebron he did earn some more respect for me this year so that's all i gotta say absolutely mark anything uh, you want to say before we close all the youth, um sports man in west virginia uh, it's good to hear um, the success stories, Nick Watts, um, like we was just talking about all the all the great players that's been there, man. Um, it's there's a bunch of dogs coming up. There's there's a bunch of kids, football, basketball, baseball. So um, just shout out West Virginia sports as a whole. Absolutely, we don't get Thanks. enough. Recognition, in my opinion. Uh, I, uh, yeah, just one thing, man. Make sure you're all Anything taking showers. You're cleaning, uh, cleaning yourself, washing your hands, staying high, um, good sure. hygiene. You know what I mean. You're not out here dirty and 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 spreading germs. Make sure your hand sanitizing, spraying your vehicles down, washing your clothes and your beds. Stay clean, stay healthy, and uh, we're, we're going to get through this pandemic, and uh, we'll just be living through COVID like we lived through the flu. But we got to do it together. Shout out Devin Clater, man. Youth football. My guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Devin is a goat. (laughs) Baby goat. All right. And before we head out, I'm going to hit y'all with a question. We're going to do this a little different. Ready to get saucy? How long is the ball in play during a football game? I didn't hear you say it again. Are we talking an NFL game? How long is the ball in play during a football game? Like, what's the play NFL? clock? It, you got to know, you gotta know what. Man. Give me an answer. What you to, don't overthink about. it. I'm going to say 15 minutes. Like in play? <laughs> 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say 60 minutes. All right, you ready for this? Y- y'all gave me answers. An average professional football game lasts three hours and 12 minutes. 
But if you tally up the time when the ball is actually in play, the action amounts to near eleven. Wow, we Mark said fifteen. Oh, okay, I was thinking okay. twelve. At we're first, talking. We're thinking talking about the time the ball is snapped. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about. Is actually people's running around. Yeah. The ball's in the play. Running when they're like, yeah, but it's line, actually so three hours like, and twelve minutes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Nice little fun fact. Hmm. Yeah, just something, just something slight. All right, Hap, you got uh, something to drop on us on the see. way out? I heard you got some bars, bro. Look. Okay. dissing you up in, yeah, in West Lid, bro. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Which, there was like fucking three songs. I'm trying to think which one we're talking about. <laughs> this was the one, the harsh. Okay, it's the harsh. He lost it. No, he, right, lost it. You he lost it. You ruined it. Yeah, he lost it. <laughs> no, you stage had fright. Come on, B Rabbit. Let's go, B Rabbit. <laughs> Man, we're going to about the dolphins. I mean, he'll drop he, some oh, okay, okay. I know. He might about. tear his Achilles. We're talking about the. Uh, the, I'm gonna hit this beer. No, nah, it's over with. All right, man. Yeah. I'm the pole in this track is wild, and I might arrest it. The bitches you had sex with, coochie smelling dead fish. I am blessed <laughs> with a flow that discombobulates. I could just rip it and flip it up on you, chow. Get in your toddler cage. You a moderate. You are falling freight. Yeah. I don't tolerate so hey. on my balls today. Yeah. Yeah, we lived it and we earned it through the savage life. Nope. Now you live in meal to meal. We got our cabbage right. Hey. The girl be in my dorm, falsetto, Gladys Knight, motivation <laughs> off the chest. Yeah, I'm tatted right. Hey, shout out, uh, shout out Travis Bradford. Also, he went to St. Albans and not sure. And that was the old school West live freestyles. We just be, we just be, we just Grizzly be on the route. He out, just starts busting bars out the backpack. Grizzly patches. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that's gonna do it for episode seven. Stay tuned with us. We are going to bring you one more this week. It will be episode eight. It's going to be a bunch of laid back, chilling, too just much. talking too much. Everybody, take care hey. and have a good night. Girl. Peace. Peace.